Welcome back to another exciting episode of Podcast Name. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a really interesting topic to discuss. One that's not only complex but also promises to revolutionize the field of autoregressive sequence models. We're talking about a paper titled GKD, Generalized Knowledge Distillation for Autoregressive Sequence Models. That's right, Jen. This paper, authored by Rishabh Agrawal and his colleagues from Google DeepMind, dives deep into the world of knowledge distillation, a technique commonly used to compress neural networks. Absolutely. Knowledge distillation is all about reducing the inference cost and memory footprint of neural networks while maintaining performance. But the current methods for distilling autoregressive models, like language models, have some limitations. That's where the generalized knowledge distillation, or GKD, comes in. This paper proposes a new approach that addresses two key issues with current distillation methods. The first issue is a distribution mismatch between the output sequences during training and the sequences generated by the student model during deployment. This can impact the performance of the student model in real-world scenarios. Right. And the second issue is model underspecification, where the student model may not be expressive enough to fit the teacher's distribution. This can lead to suboptimal results and reduced performance. To tackle these challenges, the authors of this paper introduce the GKD framework, which mitigates the distribution mismatch by sampling output sequences from the student during training. They also optimize alternative divergences, such as reverse KL, to generate samples from the student that are likely under the teacher's distribution. And they conducted several experiments to demonstrate GKD's effectiveness. They compared it with commonly used approaches for distilling language models on tasks like summarization, machine translation, and arithmetic reasoning. The results were impressive. Tom. GKD outperformed the other approaches and achieved better performance on all the tasks they tested. It's truly fascinating how this research pushes the boundaries of knowledge distillation and brings us closer to more efficient and powerful autoregressive sequence models. Absolutely. Tom. This paper opens up a whole new realm of possibilities for compressing and improving the performance of these models. We can't wait to dive deeper into the details and discuss the implications with our guest expert later in the episode. That's right, Jen. So stay tuned and get ready to unlock the secrets of GKD. Generalized knowledge distillation for autoregressive sequence models. This podcast brought to you by Silly Sausage Supplies Inc. Your one-stop shop for all things sausage related. Are you tired of boring? Ordinary sausages? Look no further than Silly Sausage Supplies Inc. We've got sausages in shapes you never even knew were possible. Want a sausage shaped like a unicorn? We've got it. How about a sausage shaped like a pretzel? Done and done. So come on down to Silly Sausage Supplies Inc. 
and get ready for some seriously silly sausages. Sponsored by the makers of the world's wackiest wieners. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into, Offline Skill Graph. OSG. A framework for learning and planning using offline reinforcement learning skills. That's right. Tom. This paper presents a framework that addresses the limitations of reinforcement learning. RL. In real-world applications, such as industrial, home, and healthcare settings. While RL has shown success in competitive games, its adoption in everyday scenarios is still limited. Absolutely. The authors of this paper tackle three major issues that prevent the wide implementation of RL in real-world robotic setups. The first issue is the need for extensive environment exploration, which is time-consuming and can potentially cause damage. The second issue is the inability of most RL algorithms to solve multiple tasks without restarting the learning process. And the third issue is the complexity and lack of explainability when using deep neural networks for complex tasks. To address these issues, the authors propose a framework comprised of three modules, offline learned skills, an offline deep skill graph, and a state classification network. These modules enable the agent to learn from previously collected data and generalize over it to solve long-horizon tasks. That's right. Jen. The authors demonstrate their approach by testing it on a robotic arm that is required to solve complex tasks. They show how the framework can effectively plan and execute solutions for different tasks without the need for extensive online exploration. One of the key contributions of this work is the integration of offline reinforcement learning skills with a deep skill graph. By connecting learned skills in a graph, the agent can plan and execute complex tasks in a more explainable manner. This is crucial for improving specific aspects of the agent's behavior and ensuring safety in real-world scenarios. It's fascinating how this framework allows the agent to utilize a data-driven solution for real-world robotic tasks without the need for extensive exploration or retraining for each new task. The agent can effectively plan and execute solutions based on previously learned skills, making it more efficient and adaptable. Absolutely. Tom, and as we dive further into this paper, We'll explore the related work in the field, the setup used for the experiments, and the methodology behind the framework. We'll also discuss the applicability of this work in simulation and future directions for research. So stay tuned as we uncover the offline skill graph, OSG, and learn about this innovative framework for learning and planning using offline reinforcement. Learning skills. You won't want to miss this episode of our NPR podcast. That's right, Tom. So grab your headphones, sit back, and join us on this informative and entertaining journey into the world of offline skill graphs. Let's get started. 
Background music fades in. Welcome back to another intriguing episode of our NPR podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Today, we have a captivating topic to delve into, offline skill graph. OSG, a framework for learning and planning using offline reinforcement learning skills. Absolutely. Tom, this paper presents a revolutionary framework that addresses the limitations of reinforcement learning, RL, in real-world applications like industrial, home, and healthcare settings. While RL has garnered attention for its success in competitive games, it has struggled to find widespread implementation in everyday scenarios. That's right. Jen, the authors of this paper have identified three major hurdles preventing RL from making significant strides in real-world robotic setups. The first hurdle is the need for extensive exploration of the environment, which can be time-consuming and potentially damaging. The second hurdle is the lack of scalability of RL algorithms, as they often need to restart the learning process for each new task. And finally, The third hurdle is the complexity and lack of explainability when using deep neural networks for complex tasks. To overcome these hurdles, the authors propose an innovative framework comprising three modules, offline learned skills, an offline deep skill graph, and a state classification network. These modules enable the agent to learn from previously collected data and generalize it to solve long horizon tasks. That's right. Jen, the authors demonstrate the effectiveness of their approach by testing it on a robotic arm tasked with solving complex challenges. Their framework allows the agent to plan and execute solutions for a variety of tasks without pay. Need for extensive online exploration. One of the major contributions of this work lies in the integration of offline reinforcement learning skills with a deep skill graph. This graph connects learned skills and enables the agent to plan and execute complex tasks in a more explainable manner. This explainability is crucial for understanding the agent's decision-making process and improving specific aspects of its behavior, ensuring safety in real-world scenarios. It's truly remarkable how this framework overcomes the limitations of RL by allowing the agent to leverage previously learned skills and plan effectively for real-world robotic tasks. The ability to adapt without extensive exploration or retraining for each new task makes it an efficient and adaptable framework. Absolutely. Tom, in this episode, we'll unravel the offline skill graph. OSG. Explore related work in the field. Delve into the experimental setup. And dive into the methodology behind the framework. We'll also discuss the applicability of this work in simulation and future directions for research. So join us as we embark on a captivating journey into the world of offline skill graphs. Grab your favorite pair of headphones. Sit back. And let us guide you through this informative and entertaining episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. Background music fades in.
Are you tired of sending boring flowers to your loved ones on their special day? Yeah, it's time to elevate your gifting game with Flamingo Flingers, the premier service for Flamingo deliveries. You heard it right. Flamingos. Not only are they super festive and unique, but they also make for great company. Sponsored by Flamingo Flingers. This podcast is here to tell you that there's no better way to express your love than gifting a flamingo. So why stick to the usual gifts when you can have your loved one flaunting around with a flamingo? Upgrade your gifting game today with Flamingo Flingers. Making your loved ones feel special. One flamingo at a time. This podcast brought to you by the wacky and wonderful Flamingo Flingers. Order your flamingo now and let the fun begin. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into. We'll be exploring the world of gravitational lensing data and a groundbreaking architecture called Deep gravelins that can classify this data accurately. Gravitational lensing, as its name suggests, refers to the bending of light by the gravitational pull of massive objects in space. This phenomenon can distort the appearance of distant galaxies or stars, making them appear magnified, stretched, or even duplicated. And that's where deep gravelins comes in. It's a multimodal architecture specifically designed to classify gravitational lensing data. But what does that mean exactly? Well, in order to understand this, let's break it down. The architecture is designed to distinguish between different types of gravitationally lensed transient phenomena. This helps reduce confusion in the classification process. Exactly. The research paper mentions the confusion between different classes, such as no lens and lens. Sometimes, the brightness time series of certain systems, like a galaxy plus star system, may appear similar to a galaxy galaxy lensing plus star system, leading to confusion. Ah, I see. So, deep gravelance tackles this challenge by incorporating multiple modalities such as images and brightness time series, to improve classification accuracy. That's right. The authors conducted experiments on various data sets, like DACY.dot and LSST-wide, to test the performance of deep gravelins. They compared its accuracy with other methods like ensemble methods and support vector machines, SVM. And the results were impressive. Deep gravelins outperformed the compared methods and accurately classified the samples in all the data sets. It even showed significant improvement in reducing confusion, especially in challenging data sets like Daywide, which had fainter lensed galaxies and shorter time series. Absolutely. In fact, the paper presented this interesting concept called ablation studies. They analyzed the impact of different sub-networks within deep gravelins and found that the presence of all three sub-networks yielded the highest accuracy. This multimodal approach seems to be the key. And when they compared SVM with other ensemble methods, 
SVM showed the best performance in most data sets. Except for LSST wide where Max performed slightly better. That's correct. SVM brought an average improvement of 1% over the best multimodal network. And its accuracy surpassed other ensemble methods. So, Deep Gravelins combined with SVM seems to be a powerful combination. Execution time was also mentioned in the paper. They trained Deep Gravelins using an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1080T. And the training time for a single data set was less than 3 hours. Impressive. It truly is. Deep Gravelins is showing promise not just in simulated data but also in real data. The paper mentioned its successful application to dark energy survey data, where it identified potential lensed supernova systems. Incredible. This architecture has the potential to revolutionize the field of gravitational lensing data. Classification. Opening up new avenues of research and discovery. Absolutely. With deep gravelins, scientists can better understand the universe and uncover hidden insights in the vast expanse of space. And that wraps up our exploration of deep gravelins. A multimodal architecture for classifying gravitational lensing data. Stay curious. Keep exploring. And don't forget to tune into our next episode for more fascinating topics. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Wishing you a stellar day ahead. This podcast brought to you by Jellyfish Jamboree, the ultimate party destination for sea creatures. Are you tired of your fishy friends flopping around with no rhythm? Do you want to see crabs doing the cha-cha and octopuses rocking out to some sick beats? Then call Jellyfish Jamboree today. Our expert party planners will make sure your underwater dance party is the talk of the ocean floor. Sponsored by Jellyfish Jamboree, come for the music. Stay for the squid snacks. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Award-Winning Minds with Tom and Jen. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a fascinating topic to delve into. Adversarial Robustness Certification for Bayesian. Neural networks. That's right. Jen. We'll be discussing a recent research paper that tackles the important problem of certifying the robustness of Bayesian neural networks to adversarial attacks. Adversarial attacks? Tom, can you explain what that means for our listeners who might not be familiar with the term? Absolutely. Jen. Adversarial attacks refer to imperceptible modifications made to the inputs of a neural network that trick the model into making incorrect predictions. These attacks pose significant challenges in real-world applications like autonomous driving or healthcare, where the reliability of neural networks is crucial. Right. And that's where Bayesian neural networks come into play. They are neural networks that have a probability distribution placed over their weights and biases, allowing for probabilistically principled evaluation of model uncertainty. Exactly. 
by leveraging the uncertainty estimates provided by Bayesian neural networks. We can potentially defend against adversarial attacks and make safer decisions. But the question is, how can we measure and certify the robustness of these networks? Well, that's the focus of the paper we'll be discussing today. The authors propose a unified computational framework for efficiently and formally bounding two notions of robustness for Bayesian neural networks in an adversarial setting. Probabilistic robustness and decision robustness. Probabilistic robustness is the probability that for all points in a given input set, the output of a Bayesian neural network sampled from the posterior is within a desired output set. On the other hand, decision robustness evaluates whether the optimal decision of the network lies within the output set for all points in the input set. That sounds complex. But the authors have developed algorithms that enable us to compute these robustness properties efficiently and provide certified lower and upper bounds. Absolutely. The approach is based on techniques like weight interval sampling, integration, and bound propagation. It can be applied to Bayesian neural networks with a large number of parameters, regardless of the inference method used to train the network. That's impressive. Tom, the authors also evaluate the effectiveness of their methods on various regression and classification tasks, including an industrial regression benchmark, MNIST, traffic sign recognition, and airborne collision avoidance. Yes, they demonstrate that their approach enables the certification of the robustness and uncertainty of Bayesian neural network predictions. And that's a significant step towards making neural networks safer and more reliable. Absolutely. Tom, this research has important implications for the deployment of neural networks in safety-critical applications. It's exciting to see how researchers are addressing the challenges posed by adversarial attacks. It definitely is. Jen. So. If you want to learn more about adversarial robustness certification for Bayesian neural networks, stay tuned for the rest of this episode. We'll dive deeper into the concepts and discuss the potential impact of this research. That's right, Tom. So, don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after this short break with more fascinating insights into the world of Bayesian Neural Networks and Adversarial Robustness Hey Jen, have you ever wanted a snack that's both squishy and salty? I can't say that's ever crossed my mind, Tom. Well, it's time to open your mind to the world of squishy pickles. Groans. Squishy Pickle Cop is the leading provider of squishy, salty, and entirely bizarre pickles. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. Come on, Jen. You know you want to try it. They're the perfect addition to any sandwich, burger, or just as a snack. Okay, fine. I'll give it a try. But only because this podcast is brought to you by Squishy Pickle Corp. That's the spirit, Jen. Squishy Pickles, Sponsored by the Weirdest Podcast on NPR.